BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Hey, it's Mark Striegel of The Talking Metal Podcast. Welcome to episode 818. Before we get into the episode, I just want to tell you that we have free Heavy Montreal passes for you. Go to heavymontreal.com slash talkingmetal or to the website talkingmetal.com or talkingrock.net and go to the show notes for this episode, which is 818. And right there you will see a link that uh, will provide you with these free passes. Just go through the link, fill it out, and you will more than likely, it's not guaranteed because there is a limited amount, but we have a lot to spare. So let's just uh, say that you most likely will get free passes to Heavy Montreal. Have a beer with Emily and I. We will be up there. It's happening soon, guys. It is a great, great event. Ghost, Slayer, Quiet Riot, Evanescence, Slash, Anthrax, Steel Panther, Killswitch Engage, Gamma Ray. Can't wait to see them. Quiet Riot, Metal Church, Cancer Bats, Man, the list goes on and on. Dirty Honey, Skillet, it's going to be awesome. Let's, uh, let's all hang at Heavy Montreal on July 26th and 28th at Parc Jean Trapeau in Montreal. And a big thanks to all our patrons. Stephen Saylor, thanks for upping your monthly pledge. Uh, Steve Hoker, Mike Jones, Dan Gerwin... Metal Dan, Jerry from Long Island, Emma Clayton, Steven Saylor, I said you already, uh, Drake, Matt, and, Matt Carroll, Patrick Schwartzman, Joe, Brad Deal, Jason Seth, Fred Roots, Sam Soupy, Jay Vaninsky, Jean-Francois Blas, Jean, Sean Morgan, James Bennett, Ron Keel, Mr. David Gray, Michael Street, you also upped your donation, Michael, so thank you for that, Miles Atwood, Richard Langhorn. And by the way, Michael Street, do I owe you a T-shirt? You went to $5 a month. So um, let me know if I owe you a T-shirt. I feel like you may have bought one already. But if not, uh, I am happy to mail you out a, a T-shirt or an additional one because you're entitled to one now that you're at, you're at um, what is it, F- 5 bucks a month. Just uh, send me an email, mark at talkingmetal.com. All right. Yeah. So thank you, Michael Street. Uh, Miles Atwood, Richard Langhorn. Anthony Mackey, Jean Bovary, and Ralph Petrie. You guys rock. You are our patrons. We got 28 of you guys. I want to get to 30. I need two more of you guys. Two more. Two more people to pledge two bucks a month or more. 
You get that bonus podcast uh, for as little as two bucks a month. Five bucks a month, you get the bonus podcast every week and a t-shirt. Can't beat that. Cool. Let's get into the episode right here on Talking Metal. Black Label presents Heavy Montreal, the heaviest festival in Canada. Back for a 10th edition, two days of rock and metal. July 27th and 28th, outdoors at Parc Jean Drapeau. Witness Slayer perform their last show in Quebec ever. Performances by Ghost, Godsmack, Evanescence, Slash, Anthrax, Steel Panther, Kill Switch Engage, and many more. 40 bands playing four stages on a festival site that you have to see to believe. Festival passes are on sale now. Visit heavymontreal.com. Produced by Avanco. Hi, I'm Mark Striegel, host and producer of this show since 2005. On this episode, we're going to talk some rock, some metal, and anything else we feel like. We're also going to jam some tunes, have a drink, and share some honest opinions. Thanks for listening to the Talking Metal Podcast. Let's get things started. Here's an old classic that sounds just as good today as it did when we were kids.
Welcome to another edition of the Talking Metal Podcast, and I am here with Emily, who is going to be conducting an interview on this episode that we recorded over a month ago at this point uh, with Tora Tora. How are you, Emily? Awesome. How are you doing? Good. And that opening song that we played right there, American Horse by The Cult, uh, such a great song, and I was walking our dog Pearl the other day, and I was up on that high street, I forget, above tower, you know, in Maplewood. Yeah. And some guy was out doing his, like, lawn work, and he had that on, like, a boombox. Really? Old boombox, like, cr- cranking it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Sonic Temple yeah. is one of my f- favorite albums of all time. Is and, that crazy? Yeah, one of, one of mine, too. Such a great record. And I forgot all about that song. And, it, you know, the How cult- could you forget that song? And so many other bands. Well, this is how. Because the cult and so many other bands... Radio and uh, I don't know what where what other music outlets there are like Sirius and FM radio I guess they tend to play the same songs and we always hear Fire Firewoman Edie yeah I, you don't even hear Edie that much well, anymore you used to, I yeah guess. I mean it's to me it's Firewoman and um, Love Removal Machine and sometimes well, yeah, off electric. Uh, what's they the play the songs one? off Electric more than Sonic Temple by far. It's uh, what's the what's the Sanctuary? She sells Sanctuary. Yeah. It's those three songs that I hear over and over again by the Cult. And I mean, you can do this with every love, single right? band. Yeah. yeah, every single band that they have such diverse and big catalogs, and we don't hear other stuff. That's why I love doing this Talking Metal podcast because we can dive a little deeper and remember the tracks that radio has seemed to have forgotten. Do you know so. another track off that album I adore is Sun King? Oh, the whole album. The I whole love album uh, New York City. New York Hell's, City. Yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's mm-hmm. a great one with Iggy Pop co, co-vocaling on that. Uh, so much great stuff by so many great bands. Do yourself a favor and dig a little deeper into all these all these great bands, their catalog, instead of listening to the the same three songs over and over again. So, speaking of the cult, a band that opened up for the cult on the Sonic Temple tour is on the podcast with us today, Tora Tora. They were on tour, I think, not for the whole tour, but briefly with the cult during so that tour. have you looked at the timing of this? Because they were also opening for Metallica around that time. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't looked at the time. Oh, the cult was, yeah. yeah. Well, I believe... The cult may have went out on a headlining tour at some point for I'm that record. If it was before or after. We should look at the timing. Yeah, of that. Be I, I don't know. Because I, I feel know. like they really super duper took off. I mean, they were already big, but that, right. that Metallica thing was a break for them. Right on. Well, speaking of Tora Tora, let's get right into this interview conducted at the M3 Festival this year by Emily, and it's with Patrick Francis and Keith Douglas, the bassist and guitar player of Tora Tora. Here we go. 
Hello, Talking Metal listeners. How you doing? This is Emily Striegel from M3. Here today, I have, from Tora Tora, I have Keith and Patrick. How you doing, guys? Hey, great. How are you? We are we having a blast. So glad to be here. Awesome. Well, you guys killed this morning. I mean, or this afternoon, earlier this afternoon. It, was, it, it felt morning. like the morning. Yeah, it was morning. It, it did feel like the morning, didn't it? That was an early. So they went on at 12 noon. They opened up the entire uh, day today here at M3 in Columbia, Maryland, and woke everyone up. Everyone was really into it. How did you guys feel about the set? I thought it was wonderful. Uh, it went by really quick. I was very excited to see that many people here this early. And, um, it was a wonderful time, and we did real good, and the crowd was great, and it yeah. sounded great, and the people here have taken really good care of us. Uh, it's a first-class event, and we were just happy to be a part of it. It really is. This is my only my second time at M3. I missed last year, but it's always just such a good vibe here. The people are so good, and I think that's that's also just goes along with just the metal community and the rock and roll community in general. But so, is this your first time playing M3? Tell me about your history. It is uh, first time at M3. However, we've played Baltimore several times. It's always been one of the greatest markets for us. We love playing this area. We always have. It's yeah. uh, people are just so good to us i mean and you know the fans here and we've been hearing for years you know you guys got to do m3 and and we finally we're just happy to finally get on the bill yeah so i don't even know if you guys know this but eric baker who organizes the organizer this is his event um he told talking metal that he asked you guys to play because the people so many people were asking for torah torah specifically i don't know if you guys even know that but he did some exit polling um, and got so much feedback that they wanted Torah Torah. So how does that make you guys feel? That makes us feel great. And like Keith said, this is, uh, this is such a strong market for us here in Baltimore. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> we love the people. And um, we used to play Hammerjacks back in the day. Yes. Oh, yeah. So I heard Hammerjacks is, is uh, coming back. Did you guys hear anything about this? We have oh. heard that it's coming back. And um, if yeah. it does, we definitely want to come back and play for sure. Yes. Yeah, that would be so exciting. I'll definitely have to be there for that event, if they, if, for some shows if they get back here. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about the new album. So you guys have a new album called Bastards of Beale um, on Frontiers, right? Yes. Right. Um, and this is your new album in, in quite a while. So I want to hear a little bit about this, how this came about. Did you guys just were ready to do some more music, or how did it come about? Well, um, we were approached by Frontiers Records uh, a while back couple of summers ago and um you know we've we've always talked about doing some new music and it just kind of gave us that push that we needed and and we were like you know and we saw what they were doing with all these other bands and and it's just a a really cool it's a cool label to you know keep keep the fans happy with the with the music that they love from back in the day um so we jumped at the chance and um you know we were so pleased once we started writing because it had been a really really long time yeah. And we so weren't really sure, yeah. you know, what was going to pop out. but Exactly. How did the writing process work? So nowadays, do you guys all live in Memphis? Are you all local? Do you, were you able to work together on the writing, or how did that work? Well, uh, Anthony is in Nashville, and uh, the three of us are in Memphis. So, And with today's technology, you can write yeah. together without being together. Exactly. But uh, like Keith said, we just got together and came up with all brand new ideas. This isn't some rehash stuff from back in the day. This is all new stuff. And we did it real quickly. And we were very pleased on 
what came out because we had no idea when we started writing yeah, what if it was going to be great if it was going to be terrible <laughs> we didn't know but we were really happy when we got finished writing those yeah. 11 tunes and um we are looking forward to doing another one awesome i love yeah, hearing and, that you know, they all yeah. come about in different ways i mean some anthony and i would sit down together with acoustics and and then go to the band some you know patrick and john and i would be at the rehearsal space and just just you know crank out whatever happened to sound good and feel right you know and, and then we would all I don't we were just kind of like cramming when the four of us are together that the time we had we were just piling it on so yeah and so today during your set how many songs were from the new album how many songs did you do we played one song off the new album yeah. but it was our last song of the set right. and uh we wish we could have had a little bit more time. We would have played a couple of more, but, you know, we had to play a little bit off of each one. So I know. I Actually, you guys finished your set, and I looked at my – my. I was like, they can't be done. Yeah. It's 1228. I need, like, a, a song. But you know what? Wow. <laughs> it was 1228, and you guys walked off. I did I did double check. But, I, you know, leave them wanting more. I kind of like these – some of the bands that are doing the shorter sets, like Yesterday, Enough's Enough. 30-minute set. I'd seen them a couple uh, weeks uh, before or do a full set, and it's kind of nice leaving them wanting more. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, man, absolutely, and, and we're hoping to be back at this event many more times, Yeah. and uh, hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll kind of get bumped up yeah. a, a slot exactly. here or there. But you got to pay your dues, right? Hey, you know, <laughs> we're but all we, we're all about paying exactly. dues, no problem. Exactly. You guys have the right attitude, man, and it's, I really love that. So tell me what's happening uh, rest of 2019. Are you guys going to tour the new album at all? Um, not necessarily tour. I mean, yeah. we're just we're hitting, you know, events like this, all, yeah. that, all that we can and all that makes sense. And, you know, just trying to jump out to some markets where we've always gotten a great response, which yeah. is Northeast and – Midwest. You know, we, we bust Midwest. Yeah. We're yeah. going to go out, you know, a couple times a month, yeah. you know, the rest of the year and just cool. weekend warriors, yeah. you know. Well, exactly. And that's the way it is nowadays. It's like the whole industry has just changed so much. Mm -hmm. No really one does has. tours anymore. Everyone does, you know, you do your weekend warriors, right. you do shows here and there, you do the festivals, yeah. do the cruises. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, many we people we've done two cru uh, Monsters of Rock cruises. Yeah. Nice. They were oh, a lot of fun. Yeah. Tell me about, do you know, I. I feel like every year that, that cruise happens, we are the only people not on that boat. Oh, oh, yeah. You talk about a blast. Yeah. And oh you know that the community here at M3 is the same way on that boat. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of the same people that meet up every year. It's yeah. just like a big family. You I know? see a lot of Monsters of Rock t-shirts walking yeah. around. Oh, it's, it's a yeah. great time. I was very impressed. The first time we did it was um, 2017. Um, just with how well organized. Yes. And, uh, God, I mean, I have a blast yeah. just watching bands. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a it ton that, yeah. I, that I love to see. You know, yeah. So. Are you guys sticking around at all today? Is there anyone you want to see? We're going to stick around all day. Awesome. We have nowhere to go. We're not leaving, going yeah. back home till tomorrow. So. They're going to have to kick us out. Yeah. They're, They're going to have to make us leave. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Well, I saw on Twitter earlier, Vince Neal is on a private jet on his way here right oh, now. So <laughs> wow. Well, he's going to have to park it next to our private jet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, didn't we loan him our jet? <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. Oh, okay. Just making sure. Ours is still out there? Okay. All right. All right. Awesome to meet you guys. <laughs> so fun. Thank you for coming on Talking Metal. And uh, we're going to see lots from Tora Tora in 2019. Make sure you check out the new album called Bastards of Beal. And we'll see you guys next time on Talking Metal. From the time I
live in large and luxury pays well. The first pair comes to my lips. Oh, I lie, don't you let me slip into temptation's arms. I'm a son of a prodigal son, I say. Right there, a song they played at M3, I believe, Son of a Prodigal Son, off the new Torah Torah record. Be sure to check that out. And Emily, great interview. We did want to encourage everyone to go watch the interview because we've posted it on our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Talking Metal. There is a video of it. looks great. And uh, you can see it. You can see what you just heard on YouTube or in the video section of TalkingRock.net or TalkingMetal.com. 
So, uh, yeah, good stuff, Emily. You gotta, you gotta remind me to spit my gum out next time I interview <laughs> someone. I'm always yeah, I, chomping on gum like a, a cow Yeah, I did cud. that during a, a recent interview, too. <laughs> I, I think it's the Kingdom Come interview, yeah, <laughs> at M3. Because you had given me a piece of gum because you said I had bad breath. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, so, uh, during at least the whole I'm kingdom, Yeah, during the King, Kingdom Come interview, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like a cow. But I was looking out for you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. We want to give just one more. I know I did it at the beginning of the show. One more special thanks to all the Patreon the patrons on Patreon, Stephen Saylor upping his monthly pledge. Stephen, you rock. We're going to get to some of the interviews that you have suggested, hopefully real soon. And uh, yeah, yeah. Also, you can buy a T-shirt for 20 bucks using my PayPal account. You can make a donation. You can support the shows in many different ways, including using our Amazon links on the site, TalkingRock.net. To take us out, we're going to listen to uh, album that Emily knows I've been raving about, the new Sweet Oblivion album featuring Jeff Tate. Have you checked it out? I, I have. I listened to like the first two tracks. Okay. Really, really good stuff. I haven't listened to the whole thing yet. Right. Well, then you've heard this one. This is called True Colors, and it is just, I think, Jeff Tate is back, guys. I mean, really, I, I'm so impressed with what he's doing here. Somebody wrote on, you know, I did a review of this on YouTube. Somebody wrote, oh, it only has three good songs on the album. I disagree. I think it has many really awesome, excellent, awesome songs and a lot of good songs. I think it's a, a real strong contender for one of the best albums of the year. Sweet Oblivion featuring Jeff Tate. Jeff Tate is back doing metal music, doing that sound that we love so much. And I think his voice sounds great on this. I know you can do tricks in the studio and punch stuff in, and but even if they're doing that, I don't care what they're doing. I just love what I'm hearing. So here we go. A little True Colors by Sweet Oblivion featuring Jeff Tate. Thanks, Emily. Thanks, guys. 